Welcome to the No Dunks Podcast Series Squad, the show where we draft teams like we're the general manager. The only catch, the very specific draft pool we're working from. It's Tuesday, March 17th. Happy St. Patrick's Day. I'm Leprechaun, J.D. Skeets, here in the war room with Tass, Trey, and the man making the magic happen, J.D. And joining us on the phone, it's the international man of mystery, Lee Ellis. Lee Friends. Mm-hmm. What's up, Lee All right, guys. Before we get into this edition of Squad, a few housekeeping notes. One, email us any of your NBA questions and comments to nodunksattheathletic.com. We'll be stepping on the beach tomorrow on Wednesday, so get your questions in now. Also, follow us on social media, both Twitter and Instagram, at nodunksinc. You know we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash nodunksinc. Well, I guess it's official. We're now on Facebook. Speaking of social media, we're going to be taking a break from posting the show to YouTube during this NBA hiatus. Just so everybody out there knows, I know some of you wait for the show to drop on YouTube, but it won't be. So make sure you download and listen to the podcast wherever you get your NBA podcast from. And yesterday, we introduced a new podcast series called Film Session, where we watched and reviewed the 1992 sports classic, White Men Can't Jump. We had a blast dissecting the movie, picking out our favorite parts, discussing some of the problems with the movie. Lily, we didn't have you on the call. Did you want to share uh, your quick review of white man can't jump what'd you think of the flick yeah well it was like going in a time machine going back to watch it again because i remember when i was like 16 and it came out and i loved it but now as a 43 year old you know you think yeah i don't know about some of those moves i saw out on the basketball court the the flicking the ball over the back of their head for a layup i mean if you're playing a tournament and a guy's doing that you're too thrilled (laughs) with him yeah Yeah. exactly you ever Uh, try to hustle somebody on the basketball court i don't think so no i can't no no never for money i mean i've I've gotten like into a shootout in a game of one-on-one with some randos before but it's never been any money on the line um but the, the funny thing was about it that I noticed was, you know, how he was playing the Jimi Hendrix cassette tape and, yep. um, you know, Sydney was picking it up and looking at the, at the uh, cassette box. I mean, I was just thinking like our kids uh, and a lot of kids now will never own a full album of anything, will they? And <laughs> they will never know the joy or the pain, I guess of buying an entire album for just one song that you love on that album. Oh, yeah. You know? No, you're like, not wrong. Like, our kids will just basically, if they like a song, you know, they'll download it or whatever they'll do, add it to their Spotify or anything, but they'll never go, oh, man, I'm going to the record shop, I've got my 20 bucks, and I'm going to go and buy a CD or tape or anything. It's crazy. This but is what you de- took out yeah. of White Man Can't Jump. Okay, I love it. They'll, def- they'll definitely not know what a cassette is, because I don't know what a cassette is. Uh, but it, it, I do miss you, Lee. You're not sitting beside me, but I do get to see J.D., since we're, we're playing musical chairs in here, rejigging all the chairs, JD is sitting beside me. He played. Oh the, wow! He played the Facebook drop with his pinky finger. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's amazing. So unfortunately, there's no YouTube happening because there's a lot of stuff happening in here. The cameras aren't operational right now. Maybe YouTube was just a ploy to get you to download the audio yeah. podcast. <laughs> Suck you in. Well, taste. And tell your friends about the podcast, too. Especially I, one like White Man Can't Jump, where we're not really talking about the NBA. I mean, I'm sure you got friends that just like yeah. movies. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. What were you going to say, Lee? Uh, yeah, just one more thing um, with the Jeopardy scene there with Alex Trebek. Oh, God, he looks young, for one. But yeah. I want to know, how did they even find her? Like, she was of no fixed address. You know, she just left, left Billy. She didn't have a cell phone, no email address. 
and all of a sudden she turns up and she's on there and then she just goes out and absolutely nails it like yeah. there was no drama at all with that scene I yeah thought. yeah she yeah. got on uh she got on the lot you're right i mean we talked about that a little bit it was yeah. a, it was quite the jump from her just getting onto the lot to then getting onto jeopardy and killing it <laughs> that's it you just if you're in the lot you're a chance to get and she had her own locker room her dressing room and everything <laughs> with two doors yeah. Double I, door. know. I know what uh so how did you want to rate the movie then lee we we all gave it a a, a rating yesterday yeah, I will give it, um, well, I, I was going to give the movie itself two stars because, uh, you know, I just didn't think it was that good. But I actually watched the video several times and I remember I used to love the video. So I'm going to bump it up a whole other point for the video alone because I thought the video was cool. So I'm giving it a three out of five overall. Okay. So just yeah. You're sticking with a, a, ran, a very regular star system, are you? Yeah, that, yeah. I, I was trying to come up with a funky sort of you know, grading system. I can't but... believe you didn't go thumbs. <laughs> Oh, thumbs, yeah. Well, what, uh, well I mean, that's only... I've only got two thumbs, you know? What am I going to do? Give How many one you need? Or two? <laughs> I, I right, seem to right. remember a couple of guys who use two thumbs to critique <laughs> yeah. movies, but I don't know. It could be a figment all of my right. imagination. You know, what? you know what? I'll change my grading system right now. I'm going with... It's a two-thumbs system, and uh, white men gets one thumb. Okay. One and a half thumbs. One and a oh, half Oh, one thumbs. and a half yeah. thumbs. Yeah. Okay, there we go. All one right, guys. One and a knuckle. Yes. Okay, on today's <laughs> episode of Squad, um, we are going to take a very serious thing and have a little fun with it. As the number of coronavirus cases grows here in the U.S. and around the globe, you know, we're, we are learning how significant it is, social distancing and self-isolation, how much that plays in to containment efforts. Public health experts say that's the most important goal, you know, really to slow the spread of the virus. This obviously makes sense. We're hoping a majority of you guys listening are doing your small part out there. But today's theme, again, it is not to make fun of a very serious issue. It's to have a, have a little laugh. It's, it, it is a little silly here, and hopefully this takes your mind off things for 30 minutes or so. Because it is going to be who can draft slash sort of construct the best self-quarantine plan. All right? As always, five categories to draft from. In the first round, we'll be drafting a non-perishable food item. So in our hypothetical, this will be the only food item you'll be able to consume while you're in isolation. And for those that don't know, a non-perishable food item is one that can remain stable and safe to eat for long periods of time without refrigeration. All right. In the second round, we'll be drafting a movie franchise, something to help kill some time. Pretty straightforward. You're looking to add, you know, a collection of related films that generally share the same fictional universe. These are the only movies you're going to have during your isolation. Okay. And I would like to note right now, the Marvel Cinematic Universe does not count as a movie right. franchise. Good to know. Okay. What? We'll just Come on. Strike that. No, no, no. You could take uh, Iron Man, I would say, within mm -hmm. that, or you know, Spider Man. I know that's something else, but you know my point. You that's can't fair. take oh, that. That doesn't. That doesn't make any sense to me. I think that one hundred makes sense. How, what? Come on, how? This is, it's the biggest film franchise of our generation. You don't think that's stretching the movie no, franchise I genre a little I think that's the point. Much? I think that's the entire point of what Marvel was doing mm. by creating this world. I don't know. So it, uh, you're telling me I can have all the Iron Man movies? What about when he shows up in the after credit scene of a random movie? Yeah, that's what Does I'm that saying. It's the Avengers These count? are franchises within this you know, MCU They're franchise. all the same. They're all the same. Sorry. For sure. Uh, they have the same it. intro every single time and the same characters. Ah. Uh, well, what do you guys think? I I mean, I have the first pick, so if it's in play, I will be taking it. Yeah. So but I don't think it should be in play. I, I Okay, agree there's you. two votes. But then for again, against, how about four? this? How about let's this? Let's just vote on it. Well, but let's let's put it in this context. What about the James Bond franchise? Right. 
which yeah. is 26 films, I believe. Different actors playing yeah. the same character. Is that, that That's even less of a franchise than probably the Marvel Universe. Although the flip side, it's the same character. These being, are all the same characters that live in the same universe and interact with one another. Yeah, but they're not. Oh, yeah, fair, I guess. I guess they're not all called MCU, uh, you know, bracket or colon right. Avengers or whatever, right. Iron Man. But yeah, yeah. Taz, what do you think? I'm not going to get too finicky here. I don't think it's going to be a problem with five guys drafting. I don't think it's going to be an issue. JD, you're going first. I think you set the tone. That's what we've mm-hmm. always done. Mm-hmm. Let her rip. Okay, I, I okay. don't think there's going to be multiple picks from that universe anyways. I don't think. If somebody takes Iron Man, Oh, somebody, I see what you're saying. Right. True. Right. I just don't think it's going to be an issue. I'm, I'm just looking at the greater good of, for everybody here, and uh, I don't think it's going to be Okay, a okay. It sounds okay. like it's in play if you want it. Go nuts. So it's up to right. JD. Well, I've got uh, a bunch on my list, so okay. I'll, I'll mull. In the third round, we'll be drafting each a hobby. Fairly open-ended. Okay, you can go a number of ways with this. Maybe it's a hobby that you already enjoy. Maybe it's something you've always wanted to try. You know, like even a new skill you want to add to your repertoire. You can go basically anywhere you want with that. Is that the only thing you can do? Because that will change my <laughs> will change my answer for sure. What do you mean? Like if I'm if I'm going for a leisure activity, is this the only leisure oh, activity yeah. I can oh, do? You know, a, like yeah. I can make meals Last, yeah. or whatever. I can. I think yes, sort of. Ooh, like ooh. this is your. This is your only, yeah, hobby. Okay, well, then I will That's strike the only thing you whittling from my list. <laughs> whittling was pretty high on my list. I but whittling uh, on my list. <laughs> make it like a sick whale. <laughs> out of soft wood. Kill a lot of time. <laughs> Clean up's True. a bitch, though. Oh, yeah. For sure. All uh, the shavings. In the fourth round, we'll be drafting a book. Okay, one book. Okay, you can't take a one series. Book. All right, I, I'm, I'm putting my foot down with this one. So you can't draft the Harry Potter series. You can't get all the Harry Potter books. You can pick one of the Harry Potter books, but that's it. Just one book. And finally, in our fifth and final round, we'll each draft a celebrity pen pal. All right, so this is one celebrity, one person that you're going to be able to correspond with, you know, through FaceTime, through text, through email, you know, Twitter, Instagram DMs. You know, you could even write letters to one another, like an actual pen pal. I believe the, you know, the U.S. mail system is still operating. As of today, I think. So this is, in a way, this is really the only person you're going to have any sort of human interaction with, Hmm. you know, through your computer or through the written word or whatever. All right, those are the five categories. (laughs) The written word. That's exactly (laughs) right. Um, Let's hope they're delivering. Yes, this draft will be held... By no dunks rules, as we always do here, each and every one of us will get a crack at the number one pick in one of the five rounds. So draft hard, debate the selections. I know we will. We already are. (laughs) Uh, You can offer up trades if you want. And remember that the listeners out there are ultimately going to decide who has done the best job with their, uh, you know, self-quarantine plan here. We determined the draft order yesterday. And I'm up first with the number one overall pick in the non-perishable food category. That was JD's first finger he used on that one. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> I struggled with this selection, having the first pick. A uh, number of ways to go. I, look, I'll be honest. I was going to go canned tuna, getting a lot out of canned tuna, oh, but, yeah. but I, I'm not a big tuna fan. Mm. <laughs> go, don't go tuna. I'm yet. not. I'm not. I just can't. So with Can't the, tuna. Yeah, with the number one pick in the non-perishable food item, I'm going to go quinoa. <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm, t- I'm taking I'm taking rice to the next level, 
And here's why. Here's why. It's, uh, I was going to go straight up rice, like really play this survivor <laughs> yeah, style. But rice is what? way better. Nah, I'm not sure it is. I, I need more I need more nutrients. So this has a higher nutrient. Quinoa does twice the protein of rice or barley. So that's good. Getting some uh, vitamins in there as well. Some B's and E's. Calcium. And I like that quinoa already is used across all three meals. You know, you can use it as a breakfast uh, in a cereal sort of format. You can use it as a salad base for your lunch. You can use it, I mean, as a side generally at your dinner. But I like that it already spreads its wings. Quinoa <laughs> off the board. Wow. Fine. Okay, yeah. congrats. You kind of had that one at number five, I think. It's surprisingly tricky to cook, though, quinoa sometimes. So, you know, that's going to test you out a little bit there. Nah, uh, I got all the time in the world to learn how to <laughs> master so. it. I don't think it's going to be a problem. Yeah, quinoa off yeah. the board. Yeah, is, that's it, right. is it harder than gravy to make? Oh, shut up. All right. Second pick here in the non-perishable food item goes to JD. Uh, with the second pick in the non-perishable food item category, I am taking granola. It's got oats. This is a, this is a recipe that my wife makes. It's oats, almonds, dried blueberries, maple syrup, garam masala, cinnamon, and honey. It's got everything I need. And in a related note... I finally caved and ordered myself a pair of Birkenstock sandals. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been so anti. Oh, my God. Why? Because they're You're... ugly and they're just so like. They would go perfectly with your cargo shorts. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I have, I'm officially, I'm going to be eating granola in my Birkenstock sandals and cargo shorts. And I'm going to be healthy, a healthy, happy guy. <laughs> so granola is off the board here. There Gran- granola is off the board. Okay. Okay. Great start here. Uh, Lee got the third pick. <laughs> Lee, Lee, go ahead. With the, th- with the third pick in the non-perishable food item, I'm going with a canned food, and it's Amy's Organic Soups. This is the minestrone soup that I'm choosing here because, quite obviously, <laughs> I need some soup. I get a lot of uh, variety there with the vegetables. I get some peas and carrots and beans and all all, all that sort of stuff in there. And really, I mean, that's the thing. You know, you're talking or uh, you know about your quinoa and stuff. I mean, you need to mix up the flavor a little bit. At least with this, I've no. got some variety. And so, if I choose to not eat peas one day, I can just extract the peas from my soup. And then, <laughs> and then if the peas. and then if I feel like going back to peas, I can go back to peas. I get a little bit of pasta in there as well, so I get some carbs. Uh, yeah, and this one's also low fat and low in sodium. So it's actually uh, pretty good for you as far as canned minestrone soups go. Okay. <laughs> <Nice>. Excellent. <laughs> okay. Very specific. Great, I like it. Great pick. All right. Fourth pick uh, in the non-perishable food item goes to Trey. You guys already know what I'm taking. Give me the beans! Wow, I can't believe beans lasted until the fourth pick, but I'm taking those big, beautiful bags of beans. So what what specific bean if you have to pick one, just out of curiosity? Uh, (laughs) I mean, what you sort of I had to pick a single bean. Yeah, where bean you go? Give me the standard black bean. Okay. I think I can do a lot with the black bean. They last for a long time. Preferably, I want those Rancho Gordo beans, those luxury beans <laughs> to ask your wife Danielle one day literally texted 
hey, you guys want in on this bean order? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get free shipping at a certain <laughs> price. I was like, oh, you're talking to the bean meister here. I do walk by that package of Rancho Gordo beans in my pantry <laughs> quite often, and I look at it, and I, I giggle to myself, seeing a, a package called Rancho Gordo. <laughs> Yeah, the old fat ranch beans. <laughs> Do all those beans wear glasses and have a little... <laughs> also, because we have a friend named Graydon Gordon. It's, we call Gordo. It's hard not to. Uh, but it, it, beans is a good pick because it's also a good self-distancing mechanism. No one wants to hang around <laughs> hang around true. a man eating yeah, beans. Very true. Yeah, you're going to smoke yourself out of your self-isolation when eating all those beans. All right, so Trey gets his beans. You got oh, them. Thanks, wow. guys. Good, good stuff. Good did, stuff. The, did the three people, did, did Skeets... Lee and, and JD just leave beans on the table for Trey. That no, is the question. I, I had I had as I said tuna, but I hate tuna, so I wasn't taking that. And I had I had rice and beans. Uh, you know, they're, they're classics, the staples. But I wanted I, to get a little more creative with quinoa. I get a few beans in my minestrone soup anyway. So oh. no, no, you don't. You don't get any no, of my beans. <laughs> I got all the beans. I have extracted the beans, my friend. I'll trade you. I'll trade you for some other oh, beans. beans for peas. Yeah, well, beef for pea. You're gonna have to add to that offer. Give me a chopped. Onion or something. <laughs> All right, Taz is right, bringing something there. Taz is bringing up the rear here with the fifth pick in this category. With the fifth pick, I'm taking rice. <laughs> nice uh, rice. I'm pretty pumped. Pretty pumped about this pick, guys. I think I may have taken it number one. Pretty sure. I, I actually would have thought about taking tuna as well if rice yeah. wasn't on I'm the table. I'm didn't take tuna. I love yeah. a good tuna. Tuna's a meal for me. Yeah. I used to, I used to have tuna as a meal, all that protein. My goodness, I could walk away from a can of tuna feeling good. Mm. Just can a can be, of tuna. Can you be a little more specific with which particular rice? You're taking a jasmine in there? <laughs> You're taking a basmati? What are, what are yeah. you doing? Uh, basmati. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's going to go with uh, JD's... Uh, Tikka masala. What's okay. the what's the garam masala? Garam masala. No, not a tikka masala. Uh, I have garam masala yeah, in some yeah. of my smoothies as well. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty hey. good. Um, I'm just going straight white rice, yeah. Lee. Okay. People in this world live off rice. You can, I can cook it the way I want. I want. Yep. Is that correct? I can yeah, put yeah, a little yeah. soy sauce in there. Uh, as yeah, long that's, as it's non-perishable. Yeah, I, I would yeah. Say. Well, yeah, I guess we didn't. You're right. We didn't put those ground rules in. That's, Do you have other sort of flavorings that you can add? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's an unlimited. I've got an unlimited way of cooking rice. All right, right? I can throw right, chicken right, base yeah. in there. Our neighbors here at the office have rice cookers. Yeah, that they cook mm-hmm. their rice in. Yeah. But I'm not quite sure if they cook rice in. I think they may be cooking noodles in there because I hear some serious slurping going on in there. <laughs> Talk about a noise complaint. I might throw that, throw that to the. Uh, the, um, management management here, here yeah. yeah might might complain about that I can hear the slurping but anyways it, you you grew up with people JD in high school that had rice cookers right oh yeah that's it's a meal yeah, I, yeah. I'm very excited about rice my rice good. cooker you're gonna be able to go on Survivor too yeah that's the thing you're gonna practice yourself up just living on rice that's oh. what they're doing out there mm. I'm just imagining a Survivor season where they finally get to the beaches pop open their bags and instead of rice it's all quinoa yeah <laughs> I mean, that's, I like, I'm a huge rice guy but I, I'm just upping my nutrients with quinoa I'm just playing them yeah. I'm trying to play Flaming. them smart man I'm still gonna be going well no I guess I'm not I'm, hopefully I have a treadmill in my place who knows alright yeah. so let's get to the second yeah. round it's the movie franchise round JD you have the first pick Well, I assumed that Marvel Cinematic Universe would not be uh, up for grabs, but hey, do you, man? I'm I'm taking it. Okay, I have go to nuts. take it. Well, I mean, I I between loved and liked every single one of those movies. So 
and I could watch them over and over again. And there's no shortage of them. There's hmm. 20 of them, I believe. Is that what it is? I think there's 20 over 10 years span. And they're all pretty highly rated. I mean, if you go on to, there's a, I'm sure you guys saw, there's like a, um, the 27 most, the highest rated um, franchises. franchises. It's I number did. six at 68.6% with, that's the average mm. tomato tomato meter <laughs> score. You say tomato meter. Tomometer. Say yeah. tomato Tomometer. Um, all of them are fresh, I believe. <laughs> Thor the Dark World is 54%. I think that's the lowest hmm. rated one. And I still like that one. So... Okay, just because I'm curious, if we didn't allow this MCU mm-hmm. and you had to pick one of the franchises within the Marvel Cinematic Ooh, interesting. Universe, which one then would you select? God, you know, it like, might be Thor because Thor Ragnarok is my favorite Marvel movie. Yeah. Okay, that is very good. But then again, Avengers is pretty great. Yeah. The Avengers, the the, the first Avengers, the Age of Ultron is fine, and then the two sequels, Infinity right. uh, uh and uh, Endgame, they're great. They're okay. great. Okay. So just curious. Yeah. Wow. You feel must feel great. <laughs> I feel great, and I was feeling really good about my other picks as well. Okay. Well, so well, well I'm sure we'll sort of <laughs> yeah, do what say, else was yeah. in consideration at the end of this round here. All right. So Lee, you have uh, the second pick in the movie franchise category. What do you got, Lee? With the second pick in the movie franchise category, I am going with the BBC Earth series. There is about 11 to 12, I think, in this series. Not a movie. Yeah, now these are... are, What? Is it a movie? I don't think that's a movie. It's a movie series. Of course it is. Earth? No, that's a television series. No, it's a TV series. It's a TV series. That's You're, right. Yeah, that's, that's what you just said. No, no, it's not no, a movie. No, no, no. It's, it, it, if you go to the BBC Earth website, <laughs> mm-hmm. it has TV category, then it has films category, ooh, and the ooh. BBC Earth films all fall oh, under this category. Oh, that's nice. Way to do your research, Lily. Yeah, you've got One Amazing Day. You've got Oceans. You've got Shark. You've got Enchanted Kingdom. You've got Walking with Dinosaurs, the movie. You've got Tiny Giants. You've got Wild Africa. You've got Oceans. I mean, there is a ton here, and these are all awesome. I've seen probably most of them anyway. Anyway, but uh, because there's so many of them and these are so well done, I thought, why go? You know, because obviously I was thinking Godfather, but there's only two really in that series that you want to watch. You've seen all those. This is a great series, educational, informative, fun, and you can watch them over and over. I over. mean, so, you are. Uh, I got to hand it to you. You're thinking outside the box with this one. This, yeah. I, this is smart. This is a smooth play here on Lily's part, I think. I mean, JD doesn't think they're films, I, I, but I don't like it. Oh, come on, JD. What are they? You just got marveled. JD. I mean, one one is a, yeah. You're right. One okay. uh, one is a TV, it's a TV show, yes, but the the films that you're describing are they're in planetariums at museums. They're not actual wide release films. Yeah, but they listen. They they fall under the film category. And if you want, JD, I don't know if we discuss this or not. Maybe we could do a little trade here. Anyway, I could trade one of you, one of my, um, uh, you know, films for one you of th- yours. Wait, uh, oh, a film within the franchise. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, I thought he was going to offer you a pee from his soup. Yeah. Yeah. No. You know what? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Thank you, though. Well, your loss. I will trade loss. you eight of my peas that I've extracted from my soup for Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah. Um, well, I'll just say Oceans is off the table in any trade. That's probably their best one. Okay. Everything else I could be talked into. That's your favorite, is it, Lee? I think so, yeah. 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 First thing you They're said, awesome. I agree with. Okay. Yeah. So, Earth is off the board. <laughs> Trey, you have the third pick in the movie franchise category. With the third pick in the movie franchise category, 
I'm choosing Mission Impossible. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I've loved I'm it since in. the inception. It only has a 59% the original Mission Impossible from 1996 really? where Tom Cruise is doing like, you know – Try not to sweat in the white room hanging over the oh, thing. Yeah. But what an incredible scene. I feel like the movies, I would have given that one about a 90. I loved that movie back in the day, but it was also 12 years old when it came out. But uh, I feel like it would still hold up all the people ripping off their mask faces. And, you know, then it's John Voight or something like that. Yep. Got a lot of Tom Cruise running. And then by the end of it all, <laughs> Mission Impossible Fallout, the guy's doing, like, the craziest stunts on Earth. Literally, Tom Cruise is the craziest stuntman on Earth. Yeah. And he's also the star of the movie. Uh, so, yeah, give me Mission Impossible. How many? Six movies? I was going to say, how many? Six? six? Okay, yeah, that's not bad. That's a good amount. What do you think of two? Uh, two is the most unremembered for me, I would say. Uh, of the first three, uh, is this the John Woo one? That's John Woo. Yeah, yeah. The, I remember having a ton of problems with him riding motorcycles, and in the same scene, he's switching between... Uh, knobby tires and smooth tires. Right. I'm like, come on, bud. <laughs> I'm 16 years old and I'm noticing this and you're like the biggest action director yeah, in the world. Yeah. Uh, that one is the worst, but three is awesome. The Philip Seymour Hoffman one oh is awesome. God, and then so the, the three most recent ones I thought have all been great. Yes. You always get to see the weird little technology things he comes up with. There's that scene uh, where they're sneaking down the hallway with uh, like the projection so it just looks like they're looking down a hall. It's incredible. There's always those uh, those very tense moments in a Mission Impossible movie. Great selection. I, I, I had that one on my list. Nice way to grab it at number three there. Tass, you have the fourth pick. You won't have to worry about this one, Skeets. I think uh, oh. nobody's taking this. I'm taking the Rocky series. I'm okay. going... I'm hmm. going... I'm not going highbrow here. Uh, I am... I just want something I can zone in and zone out of. Don't have to pay attention to. I want to... Uh, I want to do a few push-ups. Uh, during my time at home. Uh, so I am a little bit worried about, you know, sitting, breeding, more sitting and more sitting. If I watch Rocky, I'm guaranteed to do 12 push-ups a movie. Not a, not a, like a, a 20 set. Well, maybe you'll but, do some shadow boxing. Too, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. get bored. It's going to make me feel good in, in turn because they're feel-good movies. Uh, and so... I'm fine with it. I'm fine with uh, the old Rocky, and I can, I'll have some laughs as well. Does, you know, it's it's motivational, also laughable. Do you also get? Uh, this is really a question for the table. Does he also get the Creed? Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm getting the entire Marvel. Yeah, well, cinematic yeah. Universe. He's getting Creed. I mean, that's a nice little bonus. Absolutely, mm -hmm. those are great. That's I'm honestly a good fitness plan. I can see you downstairs in your basement <laughs> having Rocky on the projector, yeah. and you're fighting. Bob, you know, your stand-up uh, <laughs> stand dummy. I totally didn't think of Bob. You're just like uh, completely mimicking yeah. Rocky's moves all through his training. For he's hitting sure. A bat, like he's hitting a, a slab of beef. Yeah. You're just hitting a dummy. Very cool. Uh, or a bag of rice. <laughs> or, or a bag, bag of rice. rice. Yeah, yeah. That's a good plenty call. down there. Uh, uh, the last one I watched was Rocky Balboa, his last one. Hit, hit Rocky's last oh, one yeah. where he fought. So I haven't seen the Creed, so I'm excited. Oh, oh Creed's they're, are they're great. They're good. Really, really good. Um, and some, and like most, yeah, the last, I guess, is it now the last two? How many are there total? Two, I think. Yeah, because like Rocky one through four, pretty damn good movies. Yeah. Very good movies. Rocky four is my favorite still. Uh, and then, yeah, Rocky five. And then, there, like you said, there's just the straight up Rocky, right? That's much later. Rocky Balboa. That's that, a yeah. hilarious one. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, he's got that the, one is ridiculous. He's got the sun in that one. Yeah, I think I've 63% though. It's not good. My, I think I told the story. My mom got 
that that Rocky oh, for yeah. me for Christmas, like out of nowhere. It was like another uh, Green Day scenario where she got me uh, Kerplunk. <laughs> Let's do a film session on yeah. Rocky Balboa. Yeah. Okay, Rocky, the Rocky franchise off the board. Good choice. I have the final pick in the movie franchise category. This was difficult because it was it was a little bit to me, do you go with a franchise you know and love that you want to watch over and over again, or do you take this opportunity in self-isolation to really dig into a series that you've never watched? Um, so I'll throw out a couple you know potential ones I was thinking about that I that I've never watched like Fast and the Furious. Now I've never seen mm. a single one. Would this be the perfect time? Yeah, it's it like, would. Yeah, it's like yeah. a maybe. Hobbs and Shaw's on HBO right now. It's yeah. the perfect yeah. time. And then on the other side, you know, you do have the Harry Potter series. You do have like a Jason Bourne series, which mm-hmm. I I love. I if that's on TV, I stop every time to watch a Bourne movie. Um, it's uh, similar to me, like a Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. It's just it hooks you. Uh, the James Bond, yeah. That if you're we're allowing MCU, I assume we're allowing sure. the entire James Bond series, and you've got so many to pick from, but. I am going to go with the I've never seen it before, so let's see how it happens. Let's see how this unfolds. I'm taking, with the fifth pick here in the movie franchise category, Star Trek. Yeah, great. I'm going to take the Star Trek movies. I've never seen a single one of them. My buddy Dub, uh, our buddy Justicia, Stish, they're huge Trekkies. And they love the, you know, I don't know if they love all the movies because there's a ton of them. What is There's There's got to be like, there's like 13. Okay. Um, I looked it up, but not off the top of my head. Okay. <laughs> and I should say, I've seen some of these latter ones, like that we've got over the last couple of years, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Into Darkness and beyond and stuff like that. I have seen the, the, the latest iteration of these, but I haven't seen any of the OG ones back in the 70s and 80s. And then there was the, you know, the Generations mm-hmm. ones and stuff. So why well, not? Let's get into it. Let's immerse myself in this world. Here's the rule. Uh, you'll, you get the whole series so congratulations thank you but only watch the even numbers so skip one okay watch two skip three watch four and so on now is that because they stink yeah wow (laughs) oh i should have done some research i should have known this in advance but you know the what you're getting in the even numbers greatly uh, you're fine you still have a full series of, okay. of movies, okay. and I like all the uh, the, the the reboot, yeah. the Star Trek, yeah, Star pretty... Trek Into Darkness, and so Star the Trek evens Beyond. plan only applies to the originals. Correct. Okay. So you want Wrath of Khan? You can skip Search for Spock. You want Voyage, Voyage Home. Home? You can skip Final <laughs> Frontier, <laughs> Undiscovered Country. Okay. Yeah, is good. Generations, forget it. First <laughs> Contact. Yes, is great. Insurrection. Actually, Insurrection is fine, and Nemesis is fine, so you're fine. Okay. So 94, uh, 96 and on, you're fine. Okay. All right. I got Star Trek because I've really never seen any of these original ones, but now I know not to watch half of them. <laughs> so you saved me some time there. Uh, anything else? I mean, no one taking – well, you know, no Fast and the Furious. Uh, I wasn't yeah, a shocked that you weren't going with that, Trey. I'm not a rewatcher. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I have seen all the Mission Impossible movies, but it's not like I need to have my favorite movies with me for okay. a month. I okay. can, I can right. grow. Okay, and uh, no one takes Star Wars. No, you know, Mm-mm. no, not even in Prequels consideration. And that's eh, just too much. And I've uh, same thing with Trey. I've seen him so many times. Yeah, I watched Rise of Skywalker last night. Granted, <laughs> anything else on anyone's list? I had Mad Max. I was yeah, I was yeah, it's in the mix. Seriously considering Mad Max. That was oh, number good. one on that list. Yes. you looked at. Mm-hmm. But you're not getting a ton of Mad Max. You're getting films. four. It's yeah. just quality over quantity. Yeah. 
Hmm. What were you going to say there, Lee? I, w- I was going to go with the Austin Powers trilogy. Oh. Isn't that? Oh. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> oh, you should have. <laughs> yeah, but that would have driven my family crazy So because I would have just been doing Dr. Evil around the house for oh. the next six weeks. So I uh, decided to pass on that one. <laughs> I asked my wife about this, and she did not hesitate. Middle Earth. Yeah, like, Nora, Nora, first thing Nora said, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because you get, so you're including Hobbit yeah, movies the Hobbit into, into and the uh, Lord of the Rings. Anybody considered the Dumb and Dumber trilogy? <laughs> no. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a third one. Uh, you know, oh, I guess there is, right? There's Dumb and Dumber, Dumb and Dumberer, When Harry Met Lloyd, and right. Dumb and Dumber 2, T.O. T.O. Right. <laughs> I did think about Jurassic Park. Yeah. Uh, the Matrix, maybe. Uh, the Matrix Ugh. goes down fast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Make it a fourth one, though, I heard. <laughs> all right i know we're missing some of your favorite movie franchises so tweet at us at no dunks inc hashtag no dunks with what you would have selected the black tux believes every groom deserves a better experience when it comes to finding formal wear a suit or tuxedo for their big day did you know the black tux was actually started by two guys who had one of their worst tuxedo fittings you could imagine turns out they aren't alone in this frustration just listen to these one star reviews from competitor tux shops that shall not be named because they stink. This one, go elsewhere. This place is pretty terrible unless you're dressing like your grandpa for Halloween. Oh, hi-o! My grandpa, you should see him dress. It's horrible. We felt weird buying a suit from somebody so unhappy. We were afraid his bad vibes might follow us to our wedding day, so we left. That's scary. It's better to leave a tux shop than to have your bride leave you because you have an ugly tux. Take, take that, Tux Shops. <laughs> what I love about the Black Tux is that they have an easy online ordering process that brings your suit or tuxedo straight to you. Just pick a style at theblacktux.com and request a free home try-on so you can feel the fit and quality before you commit. Perfect timing for that home try-on of the Black Tux. And if online isn't your style, and you're a little too adventurous right now if you ask me, the Black Tux has showrooms all over the country where you can find your fit and plan your look. From there, they'll ship your order two weeks before your wedding so you can check it one last time. Talk about commitment. Whether you're buying your outfit or looking to rent, you won't find a formal wear experience or designs like the ones you're going to find at the Black Tux. If you want your wedding to be remembered for the right reasons, order your suit or tuxedo at theblacktux.com and enjoy 10% off with the code DUNKS. That's blacktux.com, code DUNKS for 10% off your purchase. The Black Tux, formal wear. For the moment. New business idea? Untux it. A tux store unlike them all. Sorry, Black Tux, we're putting you out of business. (laughs) Untux it. Let's get to the third category, the third round. It is hobby. Lee got the first pick. Well, with the first pick in the hobby category, I'm going to... I'm going to bend the rules a little bit here and see if this gets allowed because I've got a, a daytime <laughs> hobby and a nighttime hobby. And, uh, we all got I a nighttime hobby. Of, <laughs> 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 uh, I picked up a set of gardening gloves and some gardening tools. So I'm joining the garden. Oh, you're going to J.O. in gardening gloves? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> it's all about well anyway not the fertilizer that i'm talking about but um 
Listen, I've got the uh, I've got the little garden bed there. I've got a few plants. I get my uh, I get my compost like uh, re-delivered to me, so I can really go out there and invest some of that um, you know that black gold out there into the garden and see what I can grow. Because you know, in these uncertain times, if you can grow your own food, then you don't have to worry about going to the supermarket either. So um, that's one thing. Okay, okay. And then at night, as I mentioned last week on the show, I'm, I'm trying to write this uh, <laughs> this book. So um, you know, that's another little hobby that I'm doing. So it's just just taking two. Hobbies. Okay. okay, but you're gardening. You're leaning into gardening, gardening and, and then you're gonna write your book. Yes, yes. I mean, I'm, I'm team garden gang during the day, yeah, and, uh, and then uh, at night I'm 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 an author, I guess. I don't know. Well, you got to get to work, author, because we're gonna hear your first chapter on Friday's show. Yes, it's gonna it's yes. gonna be an ask me anything for Lee Ellis. So you've got to have your first. At least a story done or something. I mean, yeah, I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got a story. I've got a story ready for. Friday. I mean, I'm still working on it, okay. still editing oh, it a little good. bit, but uh, yeah, it's ready to go. So. Okay, good. all right. So yeah, you got gardening and and you're writing your book. So we will allow that. <laughs> With the second pick in the hobby category goes to Trey. So I'm only gonna choose one, and I want to make it good. Uh, I have to do this all the time. This is the only thing I can do for fun. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I don't know what the rules are. <laughs> uh, can I use my body otherwise besides this? You know, <laughs> like, like, could you go running? Could I do yoga? Could I dance? You know, because I want to. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess so. Okay. I guess so. All right. I, yeah, I think this is just a new a newish hobby. Yeah, okay. Sure. Like okay. You could probably okay. do your other stuff. I mean, right. You're allowed to, to walk. Glad to hear. <laughs> you know, if you walk now, you can probably continue oh, standing. to standing. My hobby is standing <laughs> yeah. up. Uh, my hobby is crossword puzzles. Okay. Oh, okay. Good one. Keep the mind sharp. Keep the mind sharp. You can pick it up, work on it for a little bit, step away, come back to it a little bit later. Maybe you get like one of those tear-off calendars. You got a new one every day, or if you're still getting the newspaper delivered, I'm sure there are ways to find it out on, on an app as well. But yep. uh, yeah, love to do an analog crossword puzzle. I mean, it's fine doing it on the app, but I really like writing it in there. Yeah. Pen yeah, always, baby. I agree, and I don't even do a lot of crosswords, but I have the app. Only on the plane. Yeah, only on the plane with you guys. I, uh, and I've actually picked it up a little bit more since we've done it. But yeah, I tried doing it on the app, and it's fine. You're obviously still you know testing your knowledge, and you're learning how to do crosswords better. It's just not the same. It's just not. It's not the commitment. It, it's not. It's to writing something down in there in ink, figuring out how yeah. you can make a G look like an H if you need to switch it. Yeah. It's tough. Mm-hmm. All right. That's a, that's a smart that's pick a there. One. Crosswords. Uh, off the board. Task, you got the third pick in the hobby category. With the third pick, I'm picking the CBS hit TV show, Survivor. That's my new hobby. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's okay. a hobby. I'm that's watching good. Survivor. You guys have reeled me in. Is it the right time? Oh, it's oh, the right yeah, time. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I, I think right we could do. I think we could make a show. It's hundred percent the right time. You got all the time in the world, so you can go back and watch seasons. If well, you I don't know. Well, come on. That's a lot. I mean, <laughs> what, what forty seasons? This is way longer than yeah, the well, Star we'll Trek. Tell you, no, we'll give you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot no, we'll give you like a top five <laughs> seasons. Like you know where mm. you should really really sink your teeth into. What you should really sink your teeth. Uh, top five. Well, well, wow. I mean, whatever. Top three. <laughs> yeah. I was reluctant to start watching this current season from the beginning. How many episodes are we in? We're about five or six. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. it's every Wednesday night. I will definitely be tuning in every Wednesday night. Go. I'm sure we can talk about it on Thursdays. Yep. We've got some time to yep. 
to uh, break down Survivor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just basically a sport. Rip. I mean, there's not a lot of sports left. There's marble racing and right. there's Survivor. Mm-hmm. You I've, said your uh, in-laws, I, I think you were tweeting, that your in-laws have now gotten into Survivor too. Is that true? Well, my mother-in-law was asking me last night, what are you guys talking about on the show? And I said, well... You know, we're, we talk about movies. We're going to do our standard mailbag segment. We're going to talk about Survivor. She goes, Survivor, that's on? I told her, yes, yeah, CBS. And I told her that Wendell was in here, one of the Survivor contestants <laughs> yeah, we did right. a show with. Right. So she got interested, and she literally started watching the show at, minutes wow. minutes after I told her about wow. it. <laughs> what a promo. I've yeah. seen a lot of our fans, too, you know, because we had Wendell on. We talked about Survivor, and we keep telling you to jump in. Now's the perfect time. perfect time. There are people tweeting in and showing us, like, Instagram photos and stuff like that. They're there. Now watching it too, so it's yeah, great. That's great. That's great because you know you got three vets in yourself, Trace Geats and JD. You're gonna have me and Lee as the newbies. Yeah, maybe Lee won't watch. I don't know. But no, he's but, watching. But there's that that aspect as well. Lee, are you in? Are you watching Survivor? Well, I will be for the show. Yeah, I don't know if I. Uh, I don't want to make it a hobby though. You know, but <laughs> I'm prepared to do it for these next. Uh, you know, few weeks or however long we're out here for. That's a brave sacrifice <laughs> you're yes, making. Yes, thank then. you, thank you. Uh, yeah, so we'll be firing up our first ever Survivor recap podcast this Thursday. Uh, so if you're a Survivor fan, keep your eye on that and uh, download and listen to it and get your questions in. If you got Survivor questions too, after the episode airs on Wednesday night, everybody, perfect time to get in. All right. Task. That's your hobby. I love it. Watching wow. Survivor. Big cheat. That was big That's cheat a nice little part. slick it's move. Yeah, it's a slick yeah. move. I like it, though. All right. With the fourth pick and hobby, it goes to me. Talked about it a million times. Have yet to really pick it up. I am learning how to play the guitar. We're doing it. We are in self-isolation. <laughs> JustinGuitar.com. I'm following the lessons. Heck, how do I even hold a guitar? Mm, great place to start. Yeah, that's right. You know, how do I pluck away? Where do my fingers go? Uh, and then how do I actually ultimately learn some chords? I'm going to do it for Maddie O. I'm going to do it for myself. And uh, yeah, I've got the guitar, so we're good there. We're you're in the running. same. You're you're in the same category as Giannis then, because I saw Giannis. That's on, right. Uh, on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Tickling away there on the strings. So. That's, that's exactly right. <laughs> um, smoke on the water. Yes. It, it, not a bad... Uh, I think he was uh, atrocious. <laughs> Sounded <right>. great. <laughs> uh, this is a great choice, though, because, you know, things are a little throwback right now. I was uh, taking a walk with the girls the other day, and there was literally a guy sitting out on his stoop playing an acoustic guitar. I'm like, I haven't seen that <laughs> since the Chappelle Show intro uh, 15 years ago. <laughs> but there was a guy just strumming an acoustic guitar. I was like, all right, this is what we're doing now. I love it. I mean, well, next level is to, to learn the banjo like Brody Paul. But we'll go just straight up guitar. Yeah, good one. Yeah. Really good one. Yeah, I got to do it at some point. Now, now is the perfect time. <laughs> perfect time to watch Survivor and to learn the guitar. So learning an instrument is off the board. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? I, I I don't care about the rules anymore. I try to set them, and then I just yell, get yelled at, so I don't care. Anything goes. Pure chaos. JD got the fifth pick in hobby. Uh, with the fifth pick in the hobby category, I was going to go with magic, learning <laughs> sleight of hand. Wow. Because I love one. that stuff. Yeah. You know? Sure. And I've always sort of wanted to learn how to do it. But – Practically speaking, I am my hobby is going to be making bombs. Bath bombs. Oh. Because you know I love to take a bath and I love it a good bath bomb. And if I make them myself, I won't have to leave 
because I'm quarantined. Yeah. So I will basically have two hobbies like Lee. I will make my bath bombs during the day and enjoy the bath bombs <laughs> wow. in the evening. My hobby is having baths. <laughs> make a bomb, take a bomb. Uh, how do you even go about making I a bath I have bomb? no What's idea. I, mean, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to learn. Like, how do they fizz? Where is that coming <laughs> from? I got no clue. Yeah, me neither, but I'm going to learn. That's right. Science. Uh, starting yeah. from scratch, from, uh, from, from square one. You no actually, idea. You actually like bath bombs? Yeah, sure. Why you not? prefer yeah, a bath? You're lying. You're lying. You've never used a bath bomb. <laughs> I, have, I have used a bath. Usually I use my lavender Epsom salts, yeah. which uh, is very soothing and, uh, and helps lull you to sleep. Uh, but yeah, I would be. Uh, I'm sort of like approaching it like a a, a home brewer would yeah. would approach. Like, what would the my ultimate bath be? Right. Lavender Epsom salts will be in there for sure. But maybe I don't know some garam masala, for example. That <laughs> might oh. might be interesting. Experiment <laughs> worth a try. Right? Yeah, yeah, you could experiment. You're yeah, gonna, you're going to be awful pruny though. Well, <laughs> no, taking so many that's baths. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> They're so pricey. Otherwise, you're saving it's, so much money. You're right. It's uh, maybe I'll go into business after the quarantine's over. So, would you I, prefer a bath bomb to straight up bubble bath? Yes. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. But you absolutely. like your Epsom salt. Also. I like my Epsom salt for sure. They're far too fragrant, I think. Yeah. Sometimes. It, well, not mine. Not yours. <laughs> not mine. <laughs> not the home brew. Yep. Okay. Let's get to the fourth round. This is the book selection. Trey has the first pick. <laughs> A lot of books out there. <laughs> <laughs> this was by a far lot of books out there. By far the most difficult category to actually just straight up pick one book. <laughs> <laughs> one book. Well, much like I'm not uh, much of a rewatcher of movies, I'm also not much of a rereader of books. There are a few that I've reread in the days, but here's one I would reread. Um, the Road by Cormac McCarthy, mm, okay. released in 2006. The story of a man and his son trying to get to the sea in a post-apocalyptic world. You're learning about fatherhood. You're learning about loss. You're learning about inevitability. <laughs> inevitability. You're learning about, uh, you know, what could happen if we're not uh, serious about climate change. There's a lot to learn in this, and it's, I mean, it's a bleak book. This is not something you're going to be reading every single night before bed, but it's awesome. It's a great book. There you go. Second pick goes to Tass. Well, there's still a lot of books out there. So uh, I'm taking Dark Matter by Blake Oh, that is a great book. Okay. Yeah, I know you read that. It's, uh, book. Yeah, it's a, it's a real page turner. It's a sci-fi thriller. It'll take me away because we all got to get the heck out of here for a little bit. Yeah. And uh, it's a physics professor. He wakes up in a place he doesn't recognize He's trying to get back to his own life, but that's tough because it's a multiverse filled with infinite worlds. Mm-hmm. And it's the classic, what if I made different choices when I was younger type of tale. Um, but he created this world being a physics professor. So it's, hmm. uh, you know, there's there's some plot twists that maybe some would criticize as being unrealistic. But hey, it's a sci-fi book. Mm. It's a it's a fun one. And he also made Blake Crouch made Wayward Pines, the TV show. As well. Mm. well, he made the books that turned into Wayward Pines, the TV show. So, that type of thing. If you've watched the television show, yeah, it's a good one. That's a great some great I book recommendations book. here from the guys. All right, I got the third pick. I was gonna tackle this like I was gonna you know picking up the guitar and finally learning it. So 
I started Infinite Jest mm. and never finished it. Obviously, mm. it, the huge David Foster Wallace book. Uh, I, I think I, Matt and I tried it. I remember one summer. <laughs> I think Matty O eventually did finish it, if if I remember correctly. Um, but I put it down and then never got back into it. But I'm not going there. Good. I was going to. Good, good, good. Yeah, because obviously I put it down for a reason. Mm. It's uh, it's it's heavy. It's <laughs> it's a uh, it's I enjoyed it at parts, but it's tough. It's yeah. tough. I'm going sort of a wild card here. The Office, the scripts. (laughs) (laughs) I'm figuring this way I give myself almost like another form of entertainment because I can just reenact... My one of my favorite television shows of all time, the right. BBC version of The Office. I have these two books already uh, in my possession. I have the the first season and the second season, so I don't know if I get both, but whatever. I'll stick with the first season, and I'll just reenact it with whoever I'm in self isolation with. Be it Nora, and I, you know, she can she, she can be she David Brent, yeah, she can be Gareth, and we'll just play it out. Just gives us it's like a play we can reenact just to just to have something different. So yeah, going wild card there. The Office, the scripts. Lee, you've ever read the book? I know you're a big fan of The Office. No, I haven't, but, uh, you know, I'd certainly maybe after a few weeks we could trade with my book and I could get yours and you could read mine. What okay, about that? Okay, well, I don't know what you're picking. We'll get to that in a second. JD, you have the fourth <laughs> okay. pick. Uh, I was considering the same thing. Are you serious? Well, not not not, uh, not The Office, but reading something that I have never read before, like a War and Peace type thing or oh, something that, yeah. uh, something big. and The Great and Gatsby or something. Exactly, yeah. Well, I have read that. But, okay. uh, uh, but That's I'm like going, the easiest read. That's true. <laughs> I'm going with a book that I loved, uh, and I am, I've, it's so long that uh, – I haven't really had a chance to reread it, and I don't know if I ever would reread it. Uh, and it's actually the book one in a three-book trilogy. It's called Fall of Giants by Ken Follett. Uh, it's the Century series, and it's basically the story uh, of several families going through World War One and the impact on them. Uh, it's told from the British, Russian, and the U.S. perspective, and it's just awesome and historically quite accurate, mm-hmm. apparently. Uh, and it's just a great book, and I love it. So I highly recommend it. Nice. What's it called again? The Fall of Giants. Or Fall of Giants. Just Fall, Fall of, of Giants. Giants. And it's like a historical fiction. Historical fiction. That's awesome. Which I love. Yep. Um, and then the, the next two books are Winter of the World. That's World War II and Edge of Eternity, which is basically the Cold War. Which I'm not picking because that's I'm only allowed one, only so I'm one. picking the first one, Fall of Giants. If you could have uh, gotten a series, would uh, would you be go- would anybody go something different like Harry Potter or something? No, I, I would 100 percent pick this. this okay, okay, series. okay, good to know. All right, Lee, you got the fifth and final pick here in the book category. With the fifth pick in the book category, I'm going with one that um, is from a very well-known author and. Uh, I expect it to be pretty good. It's called Great Expectations by Charles Dickens. I really want to... Uh, it is I really good. Want to, uh, yeah, I haven't read it before, and, and obviously, you know, he's had some... Uh, he, he's written some other big hits. He's had some and, success. Uh, <laughs> Did you say you expect it to be good? I expect it to be very good, yes, because... Uh, <laughs> I have read... I have read... Uh, well, I think I've read Oliver Twist. I can't remember if I read it or if I just saw the movie, but uh, I know that was a Dickens. And, uh, oh, was there and singing it, in it? Yes. Well, yes, then yes, you think, saw the movie. <laughs> no, but I, I think we actually read it in class as well, and we had to read it at home mm. as well, because it was like, you know, we were like, you know, eight or nine years old or something like that. Yeah. Um, 
And then, you know, it was either Great Expectations or A Tale of Two Cities. But uh, I just, I don't know. I just had to pick one. So I'm going with Great Expectations. <laughs> Is that a hanky in your pocket or a Charles Dickens? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> what a fascinating category that one was. Okay, one more round here. It's the fifth and final round. It is the Celebrity Pen Pal. Tassie, you have the first pick. Ooh, the pressure of the number one pick. I'm taking the great actor, Idris Elba. Mm, okay. For many reasons. He's okay. contracted the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. He'll let me know what I'm in for and what my family's in for. Um, I, I and everybody should have a friend with a British accent. And I understand probably not going to be able to hear him because he's just a pen pal. Oh, no, you, just, you, you can know, FaceTime with him yeah, and stuff. Oh, we yeah, can yeah. FaceTime. Well, yeah. I don't know if I want to because I want <laughs> I want him to just okay. send me messages and then I can read it in my crappy British accent. Ah, you know? I got gotcha, you, I got gotcha. Tess, I'm doing all right. <laughs> what I need from you is to take care of your family. Anyway, Idris Elba, you know, I'll get to know everything, obviously. He's been in. The Wire's probably my favorite TV show of all time. Mm-hmm. We'll go through all the stories. Um, so, yeah, I'm taking him. And uh, did you hear also your man, I wanted to throw this in here, J.D., Christopher Hivyu from Game of Thrones, mm. uh, also contracted did Corona. He? You, you selected him in a recent I squad did. episode. Yeah. Oh, get well soon. All the strong, tough men coming mm. down with the, uh, the coronavirus can get their tests whenever they want, these celebrities yeah. in these countries with health care. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Idris Elba. All right. I have the second pick in Celebrity Pen Pal. I wanted to pick someone that in theory has a ton of stories, right? Because they've met a lot of people um, that they could, you know, almost in a weird way relay the stories of all these other people they've met to me um, because they've interacted with them. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go with David Letterman. Ooh, nice one. Yeah. I just need a lot to talk about if we're in self-isolation for... You know, four, five, six, seven, eight weeks, whatever we get up to. So uh, we got, you know, talk to me, man. Tell me something. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to run out of things. Yeah, I'm playing the guitar. I got some quinoa (laughs) cooking. Uh, (laughs) uh, Do you want me to read you uh, scene five from The Office, episode two? Yeah, the BBC version. You know, that's it. So hopefully he's got a lot of stories. So David Letterman, obviously an interesting guy. Yeah, very. Not the friendliest guy. No, but I'm okay with that. You like them standoffish. You want to work <laughs> yeah, for this relationship. Exactly, exactly. I want to, by the end of it, I want to truly know that he is my friend because I've right. convinced them that we really can bond. Um, you but love it, a challenge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so David Letterman, off the board. JD, you have the third pick in this round. Well, this was really tough for me. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but uh, there's a lot of people, a lot of celebrities I admire. Um and I'm still I'm going to decide right here on the spot because I got five names in front of me. Mm. They're all up for grabs, but I am going with ooh, I'm going with David Spade. David Spade. David, David Spade. Spade did not see that coming. Back to back Davids. If you ever see him interviewed, especially on Howard Stern or uh, or any talk show or in on any podcast. He is the best storyteller, and like David Letterman, he ha- he knows everybody. Mm-hmm. He's been in the business forever, uh, and he's he's a legitimately funny guy. I'm I love his new show. It's called Lights Out on Comedy Central. It's a very light panel show, mm-hmm. uh, and I just I've always admired him. Uh, he's in one of my favorite comedies of all time, Tommy Boy, and anything with Chris Farley. Uh, 
and he's just great. So David Spade. Back-to-back Davids. Yeah. Wow. Can we get a third? Will Lee take David Brent? Let's find out. (laughs) Lee, you have the fourth pick in Celebrity Pen Pal. With the fourth pick in the Celebrity Pen Pal, disappointment. It's not going to be another David, Uh. but... The guy I want to write to is a guy who's also met a ton of people, got some great stories to tell from all over the world, and can also talk hoops because you know he's a big hoop head. I'm going with Barack Obama. Oh, yeah. Mm. I had him on my list, Good too. Yeah. 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 I think I think he'd be great because, first of all, I think he'd be a great writer. You know, uh, you know, he had some speechwriters there, but he was just such a good speaker himself. I'm sure he was involved in those a lot. You can you can talk some hoops. You can talk about the Bulls in the 90s with him, of yeah. course. Especially once last then. the last dance comes out. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, uh, and, yeah, I'd love to hear a few stories about what it was like to be the president, you know? So, uh, yeah. yeah. Does sound yeah. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bet he's read Charles Dickens. <laughs> talk to him about that. I think yeah. I should start yeah. this, Barack. <laughs> and he seems like a soup guy as well so we can talk some <laughs> soup. what gives you that idea <laughs> i just got a feeling he's a soup i just i don't know i can't, I can't a soup he's a soupy. he'll be dipping in there with his little left hand spoon there going in for him we can we can talk all things lefties and righties i mean it's great now, now he's using a little spoon a little left hand spoon <laughs> tiny little left hand spoon fascinating all right that's a good that's a good pick last. that's a good pick though barack right. obama i like awesome. that one all right uh final pick here uh for this entire thing in the celebrity pen pal goes to trey giving strong consideration to nick kroll mm. because i think facetiming him you're getting 20 people to talk to yeah, basically right. you're talking to nick Character. kroll but ultimately my choice will be julia louis dreyfus good Ooh, one yeah, nice an accomplished actor um, has been in so many huge things. Like, you forget that she did 57 episodes on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Wow. Obviously, she was a star in Seinfeld. Uh, she was the star of Veep. Veep. Yep. People like The New Adventures of Old Christine. I never really watched it, but she's been around for a long time. She's been in Hollywood for a long time and has been successful. She's very funny. She's very smart. And, you know, if I'm in isolation with my wife i know she loves julia louis dreyfus as well i would love to get on facetime with her and her husband and talk about what it was like uh you know being on seinfeld being on veep being in chicago in the 90s she's got it all and like lee's saying she's also a basketball fan we've seen her cheering on her son at northwestern uh when they were going to be going into the ncaa tournament so yeah give me jld jld baby baby all right so let's recap our quarantined teams for lack of a better word I'll get us going first. I was first overall. My non-perishable food item, quinoa. Guys, really came at me with that quinoa pick. Really set the tone for my draft. It's a surprising (laughs) first pick. Really set the tone. My movie franchise, shout out to my buddy Dub, shout out to Steve. I'm becoming a Trekkie. The Star Trek movie franchise. I'm going to try it out. My hobby, guitar. Going to learn it justinguitar.com don't get the guitar <laughs> yeah, that's right my book is uh, a bit of a wild card not really even a book but it's the scripts of the BBC hit The Office season one <laughs> it is really funny just reading it I'm telling yeah. you I'm is obviously... Free Love Freeway in that book because uh, maybe you could uh, learn to play oh, on guitar yeah. <laughs> yeah that's season one is it not I think it is yeah, think yeah. It is, yeah. yeah. oh good call this all ties together and my celebrity pen pal you know you can FaceTime email whatever uh, just straight up write letters back and forth. It's David 
Letterman. So right. that's my uh, my plan, I guess is a better way to put it. JD, take us through your plan. My non-perishable food item is granola to go along with my new Birkenstocks. <laughs> my movie franchise is the entire oh. Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU. Uh, the my hobby is making bombs, bath bombs. <laughs> Fascinating how you always gotta say it I, like it's that. My, it's the most fun way to say it. <laughs> my book is The Fall of Giants by Ken Follett, book one in the Century Trilogy, and my celebrity pen pal is David Spade. Okay, okay. Lee, take us through your uh, your plan here. I'm enjoying some of Amy's beautiful minestrone soup. It's going to be delicious. I can trade some beans. I can trade some peas if anyone wants those. I'm going to extract some just to mix it up a little bit. I'll be viewing the entire BBC Earth film series. Oh, keyword film. Yes, keyword film. There's, I, I, there's like into the teens, I think, of those. And there's probably going to be another one coming out anyway. Uh, I've got a couple of hobbies. During the day, I'll be a green finger. And uh, at night, I'll be uh, using my fingers to write a book. So that's what I'll be doing to occupy my time. I'm not sure if my book will be quite as well uh, received as Charles Dickens' Great Expectations, but I'll be, <laughs> I'll be reading that one. <laughs> You'll be trying to take inspiration from it, will you? And, uh, and I'll be FaceTiming with uh, the, the 44th President of the United States, Barack Obama. We'll be uh, talking a little hoops. Uh, you know, you know, we'll be having some fun. We'll be just talking about how maybe the Bulls wouldn't have won four in a row because I just Ooh. think that Jordan was over the hill and Pippen wasn't good. His back was playing up. And I'll just see if Barack thinks maybe they could have gone for four in a row. <laughs> we'll have a little bit of fun there. So... Uh, that's my uh, that's my lineup. I'm 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 pretty excited to be honest. I'm having a lot of fun here. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, You're like a pea in soup right now. <laughs> I am. Trey, what's your plan? Well, I'm eating beans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And after that, it's all gravy. Beans gravy. Oh, give me those bags. My movie franchise, Mission Impossible. My hobby. Doing crossword puzzles. I'm reading The Road by Cormac McCarthy, and I'm taking it slow because it's sad. But when I get sad, I'll hop on FaceTime and talk to my celebrity pen pal, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Very nice. Jazz, your plan? I'm eating rice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, while watching my Rocky flicks, while also watching Survivor. Wow, yeah. what a hobby. Well, well, I love it. Yeah, just going to be sitting around a lot while reading Dark Matter by Blake Crouch, mm -hmm. while talking to my man, Idris Elba. There it is, guys. You got to tell us. Who has the best draft here? Who has the best squad? Really, who has the best self-quarantine plan? And better yet, this is half the fun, what, who would you have drafted from these five categories? Let us know. Tweet at us, at NoDunksInc, hashtag NoDunks. It is always fun to see your responses. Oh, yeah, we missed that. Or, oh, yeah, that's thinking outside the box. That's like taking Earth as your movie franchise. Whatever you got. Let us know, and uh, if you've got another suggestion for a future episode of Squad, something that you think we can make work, tweet that in as well, nodunks at theathletic.com. Email that in at nodunks at theathletic.com or tweet at us at nodunks, Inc.